This is AnimeCons TV, where your source for reports and discussions about anime conventions, as well as other fan conventions. My name is Doug Wilder. Every month, the AnimeCons TV crew takes a break from our regular episodes to respond to your comments and questions on our YouTube channel, as well as other places. Let's first start off right with the YouTube comments. Uh, Alexander Ip, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, wrote in response to my episode on how to keep cons interesting. I like adding new infrastructure within convention grounds, shuttle bus from transport hub to the con itself. Um, and he also says on response to my Montreal Comic Con report, at least that con has a direct metro connection, line to orange. So I'm going to touching on both of those. I think that's one thing that can keep a convention interesting is if you've always been going the same way to a convention, you know, say you always fly into a convention that you could also take a little more time and do a drive to that kind of keeps it fresh and interesting if you can make extend the trip out a little bit longer maybe do some roadside uh, attractions or distractions along the way to or from the convention that can add it and keep the experience interesting even if it's not the con itself um and of course if you can take like, a different route like say the metro connection <laughs> that he mentions for montreal that's way to do it and while for montreal i didn't um traveled very much on the metro this itself i drove up with some friends from the boston area i did use it once to go kind of out to dinner with some of our host friends who were very uh inviting and had a good time there and i will say the metro system was very useful very easy to use so that's kind of something to keep in mind too that if you're going to any convention look at us uh, public transit um because it might op open a lot more options for you for what you're saying. You might you know, get a better discount. Uh, in response to Patrick and Svet's uh, SAC Anime Summer Report, TMR64 asked, No Masquerade? Also, did you hear any announcement at the dealership? Well, Pat and Svet unfortunately didn't go to the Masquerade. Um, part of the problem they had there was it was their first con with their baby, so congrats to them, but um, we love kiddos, but... I don't think a masquerade is really going to be uh, doable for a kid for a, a while. So, yeah, and I wasn't at Sack Anime with them, but I've been to plenty of dealers room that have announcements going on and on and on. And sometimes they're advertising guests, sometimes they're just trying to drive traffic. And unless it's super important information, it gets old very fast. And I wish more cons would kind of avoid it. Um, Monster commented on the DBZ cosplayer riding a cloud saying, He was on a hoverboard. I did the same thing with my DBZ costume. I love seeing people do the Nimbus costume for Dragon Ball Z uh, stuff. It's a really clever idea. And one thing that's really neat is I keep seeing people do different ways of this idea. So I want to see more clever ideas as they come out. Um, in response to Patrick and Svet's Crunchyroll Expo report, TMR64 said, For some reason, there's footage of Crunchyroll Expo on YouTube. And Maddie also commented, saying, I didn't know press couldn't take footage at CRX. That would explain why, when I try to look up videos on YouTube of what happened, almost nothing comes up. Certainly nothing happening inside the con. If there was visual footage of the con, they probably would have had more people go and offer more to do. Um, yeah, it's super weird that like some individuals, like just regular attendees got to, you know, upload and record stuff, but press outlets weren't. I mean, this year, I mean, 
price, you know, you're not necessarily going to get a free free pass from, but these are the people that are going to promote your con, and if they're, you're doing a good job, they're going to promote it. They're going to say, hey, these are all the cool things that are going on at the convention, and it's always really makes me really suspicious when a convention says, you know, no press video, no nothing that. It seems, it really kind of asks the question, even if everything's squeaky clean, it says, you know, what, what, what are you trying to hide? Why don't you want people talking about this? I mean, I can understand limiting, saying, you know, hey, don't record an entire panel and things like that. Yeah, cool, but no video at all on site is super weird, and We've had several uh, staff members who work for Crunchyroll, like as our friends. We've had a couple of people that have worked for uh, now work for Crunchyroll on this podcast in the past, and we'd, we'd love to see them get this fixed. But it's a really weird policy, and even if it's you know non-negotiable, can't change it. At least try and explain why, because we kind of want to know, and we want to be able to see what it is and we'd ideally like to be able to say see what good is at the convention and things like that uh deuce cannon i hope i'm pronouncing that username right again said i'm a sack anime vendor that was at the summer uh, 18 sack anime you guys went on saturday but sunday was actually the busiest day by our sales and total attendance after the show was over the sack anime staff took the time to get on the intercom and tell everyone that we beat CX by the numbers. They may have had CX attendance numbers somehow. That takoyaki stand was originally supposed to be at SAC Anime, but they pulled their attendance at the last minute, and a staff member said over the intercom, let's make them regret that. Uh, either way, the attitude among the staff and vendors was that uh, of war, since CX stepped on SAC Anime's time slot. Yeah, it's, it's always really weird when the con kind of jumps in at the same kind of similar location similar time makes you really wonder what the heck's going on i mean i as of we're recording this sack anime uh summer 2018 has a total announced a total attendance of 21,000, and crunchyroll has yet to announce any numbers so it seems like it was probably larger but we still don't have the actual numbers to go off of i get a little bit weird leery of Con saying, "Hey, let's let's make them regret that and stuff." Because I'd rather see an attitude of let's make them consider a different time and stuff, and make a good event for both of us instead of trying to compete too harshly. If you can make two good events, you know, kind of rising tide floats all ships. I think that's something to kind of look at it there. Um, you mentioned the Deuce Cannon here mentions that he was a vendor. Or, she was vendor a vendor at the convention, and that Sunday was busier for them. That doesn't surprise me for most conventions. Uh, you know, people get their initial rush the first day of the convention, buy a few things, but Sundays were like, well, hey, I got money left over. Let's go hit the vendor hall. Let's go buy more stuff. Let's take stuff home. I didn't want to carry this all weekend, but now that I'm going home, I'm going to go buy that big thing that I wanted. So you do see a lot more of that. That doesn't surprise me too much that. Sunday was a busier day for the vendors, and I mean some vendors also lower prices on last day con because it means less stock that they have to bring home. So there's a bunch of different possibilities there. But again, I don't. It's weird that uh, Crunchyroll and Ex, uh, Expo and 
uh, Sack Anime Summer or Summer Sack Anime were kind of stepping on each other's toes and one was coming into a market that's already kind of claimed. But I would like to see, you know, find a way to maybe if there is a way to make them kind of mutually beneficial. That's just the idealist in me speaking and I go from there. Maybe it's not possible. On Twitter, our good friend Snubs announced, Hey friends, I'll be heading to Kraken Con on September 28th through the 30th with uh, Pat Delahanty for Anime Cons TV. Uh, no time to make cosplay, but I'll be wearing my awesome Sailor Moon outfits. We love having Snubs on the show. We're super excited. And Kraken Con even responded saying, Hey, we'll see you there. Which, awesome. You know, I, it's always cool to see that someone's watching the social media account for a convention and sharing enthusiasm, not just kind of pushing announcements and has a little fun with attendees and people saying they're coming. So that's always cool to see. Um, also on our Twitter, James is my boy wrote uh, to AnimeCons TV, after watching the August feedback, you guys should do a con report on a furry convention. That's something that I think we haven't really covered yet. Um, uh, mainly because none of us really, and I might be speaking out of turn for the others, but none of us really have an interest in it. We don't know too much about the fandom. It'd be very interesting to it, but I think the way I would want to do it, me personally, I would really like to be able to kind of have someone who's much more familiar with that community talk about it and be able to talk about it openly versus, you know, taking an outsider look. I'd rather see someone within the community maybe come on as a guest or just, you know, submit a con report to us and say, here's what's like, here's what we thought was good, here's what we thought was bad from there. So I guess this is kind of an open call that if you are someone that goes to a furry convention, and I don't know if that's kind of the proper term, I, I apologize if I'm speaking incorrectly, let us know. Send us some comments. You know, email us a micro, uh, mini report. Tell us what you liked, tell us what you didn't like. Things like that, because this is a convention community that we don't have a lot of knowledge about. So we'd like to learn more from you guys and see what there is about it. So if there's one you even think that we should check out, drop us a line. I mean, we can't guarantee that we can get to any conventions because, unfortunately, we're all working adults. We have busy schedules and stuff, so we have to be careful about what conventions we can schedule ourselves to, but, you know, never hurts to suggest it, so maybe that's something to think about. And I loved hearing that story on the August feedback about uh, parents really trying to be encouraging, so that's really cool to see, and yeah, we'll go from there. And, of course, we have a voicemail. Let's hear it. Hey there, it's Movie Poke. I'd like to weigh in on an angel battle. Subs versus dubs. Now, I know some of you out there prefer dubs. And I have to tell you, it's okay that you're wrong. Have a great day. Uh, movie phone guy, I hate to break it to you. You're wrong, too. There is no right or wrong answer when it comes to... Subs versus dubs. Honestly, I've seen plenty of great dubs. I've seen plenty of horrible dubs. I've seen plenty of great subs. I've seen plenty of horrible subs. Like, even from licensed uh, uh, companies that did really good jobs. Uh, one of the things I actually have kind of sitting on my desk here as I'm recording this episode 
is the new Blu-ray release of a show I really like, Or Battle or Dunbine. There was actually uh, a fan campaign when there was an open letter. A uh, friend of the podcast, uh, Tom Asnable, who helped us in the past with some con reports and stuff, actually cut, started working with them and just said, hey, the old release of this had terrible subtitles, like names were spelled wrong, there was grammatical errors, there was typos, and this was a legit release, so subs or dubs can be bad. Um, yeah, so I think it really just comes down to matter of preference, really. But now, let's take a look at all the upcoming conventions that are coming up through November 2018. That's found on fancons.com. Coming soon, uh, in the next month, Pat, Svet, and Shannon, our friend Snubs, are all headed to Oakland for Kraken Con 2018. Svet has a uh, table in Artist Alley on Saturday and Sunday, so please stop by, say hello, and get, f and get a free Anime Cons TV sticker and fancons.com ad ribbon. Ooh, freebies. I wish I could get the Kraken Con. Um, there's also going to be some other good stuff. Don't forget to check out Svet's thing. Also next month... I'm going to go into part two of my discussion on autographs. I gave some pointers uh, previously, but now I'm going to look at it for what staff can, members can be doing to make autograph experiences better for attendees at conventions. So keep an eye out for that. We love hearing from you guys, though. Uh, so if you want to hear your feedback before our next episode, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, leave a comment on one of our videos. Don't forget to hit like and subscribe. Uh, don't let movie phone guy hog the voicemail. You can give us a call if you're at a convention that you think is really cool or you just saw something awesome or you just have another idea that you want to toss out our way. Give us a call. This number is 762-ADEQUATE or 762-233-7828. You can also send a text message to that number if you only have a quick moment. And, of course, you can always email us at podcast at enemycons.tv. New episodes for us are posted every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. We post about them on Facebook and Twitter, so please share and retweet those links or share our YouTube video. 
Telling your friends about us is such an easy thing to do and it really helps us get the word out. We've had several people say that they found the podcast because someone else shared the link, so we'd love to get more subscribers. And don't forget that, speaking of subscribers, you can subscribe for free. Search for AnimeCons TV on YouTube or subscribe to us on iTunes at itunes.animecons.tv or you can watch it on our site, animecons.tv or get the free AnimeCons TV app for Apple TV. App for Apple. Uh, and now we've also... Um, on the on the unlocked app for iOS, unlocked.animecons.tv. And for me personally, don't forget to watch for me on Twitter. I'm at Nigoki N I G O K I. I usually post some random stuff there. I recently got a really good thread going with. I got a lot of great uh, responses when I said, "What's the most unapologetically?" anime fan thing you've ever done and I had people talking about school reports that they did that they got A pluses on um, weird experiences they had traveling I saw some great great responses I even saw some responses in foreign languages that I had to use the translate tool to see it so I'm trying to get, be a little more active on Twitter get some engaging questions going on so yep yeah, that's all and for now I'll see you guys next week <laughs>